All rise for the Honorable J.P. Brown. Welcome to Fathers and Family Court. I am your host, J.P. Brown. You can call me J.P. 1200 or you can call me F.O.C. J.P. This is a father's rights podcast where I talk about father's rights, parental alienation, uh, pretty much my case through my eyes um, and my opinions on how things are going, um, basically shit through my eyes. Uh, father's rights is a topic that does not get talked about as much as it should be. So um, this is my little small effort towards raising awareness. I'm going to podcast about my situation um, as much as possible. So, uh, as you heard, I started my, my intro music today was a Blueface song. Uh, if anybody who heard yesterday's podcast, I was complaining about my daughter singing the words to bust down Tatiana. It's not that I don't respect his art or him as an artist uh, at all. I just don't like uh, any songs from any rappers where the whole track is about banging uh, just because I've never, I've never, I saw that as an escape goat. Um, as a scapegoat for uh for a topic um while making music you know what i mean everybody has topics they listen to music they'll listen to some people don't like stories in their raps some people love a story in rap rap, uh, rap that tells stories me personally in my hip-hop and rap music i, I don't want to hear about you no know, banging leave that for the r&b that's me so my my I, also i don't i don't think a four-year-old should be singing singing that i think it's great i think that it means that the song sticks and it's good music but hey man (laughs) that's a little girl that's just my opinion but there are some of his songs that i do like so i wanted to throw that and put one of his joints on the front of my on the front of this podcast uh yeah so this is episode number 37 um i had court yesterday gathered up the family went out there and they said no no court today uh, we're going to see next week in trial, which was cool, I guess. You know what I mean? But still at the same time, like you could have saved our time, energy and gas. Plus, not only we were there for a nice amount of time as well, but I'm not upset. That's neither here nor there. Um, I spent tons and tons of hours at that court building, just pretty much standing around, looking around. Um, and I mean, I'm just talking since October. I'm not talking a whole. If we're talking a whole I mean, I've spent a ton of time in them hallways, sitting on the benches, sitting around like I'm like I did something wrong. One thing I did wrong was didn't see, you know what I'm saying, a con artist and a liar. You know what I'm saying? Truth be told, I really did see. I knew they was liars and con artists. Like you know what I'm saying? God tried to save me, but I just didn't listen. Sometimes God will tell you something, and you have an opportunity and a chance to listen. You either Pick up what he's laying down or you just straight up ignore him, do it your own way, and consequences happen. My next couple episodes, I'll talk about um, pretty much how I'm feeling leading up to trial. Uh, This is, this is, I imagine this could be pretty big. Um, Decisions will be made. Um, It'll be, something's going to be changing on the trial date. That's what I know. 
Um, do, uh, from where I'm sitting, do I feel like, uh, well, I'll get into that. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk about exactly how I feel about the trial and all that later. Today is just going to be a chill podcast. We're going to look at some something else. Um, while get into, you know what I mean? I went 900 again, 900 over 900 days. Uh, someone stole my damn kids, ran off. Uh, we had a week on week off arrangement prior, but as soon as, um, they realized that I didn't really fuck with them like that no more. And I wasn't never going to fuck with them like that. They're like, oh, fuck it. I'm just steal his kids. And, uh, yeah, they stole my kids. They went to jail multiple times in between the time I saw them, you know what I'm saying? Multiple times in that time. Um, they broke court orders multiple times in that time. Anything you would possibly do wrong, they pretty much did, except for actually kill the kids. They, the kids are still alive, so that's good news, right? Shout out to the state of Michigan for being lucky on that. Uh, and yeah, man, it's a beautiful thing, man. That I, I that I'll have a dis- we'll get to a decision on uh, next week. It's a beautiful thing, so we'll get into that in probably tomorrow's podcast. Um, today, I want to actually look at somebody who, um, you know. We've been praising Kobe and we've been praising, you know, the girl dad mantra and all that. And that's beautiful. I think that's great. I think that is something that's great. Kobe dying and dads of girls everywhere being cherished and, you know, pretty much being looked at as heroes. That's great to me. Um, But what I want to look at right now is uh, there's always a small clip of um, Kobe Bryant. Defending Matt Barnes, and Matt Barnes throws flinches the the ball at him. There's a hero in that clip too, and his name is Matt Barnes. Um, completely tattooed. He's always a player I liked because he plays with the edge. He could shoot the tray ball. So right now I'm just talking athletic wise, but mostly I like uh, players on either you know whatever sport it is. I like players that got some chirp about them. I like players that, uh, you know what I'm saying, got an edge to them. If you edgy, I, I'm chances are I'm going to like you as an athlete. I like that. You know what I mean? I like the pushing and the shoving. And the, you know, two of my favorite NBA players right now are uh, the Morris Twins. I just feel like, hey, man, if it's, it's real, oh, uh, basketball players nowadays are getting softer and softer. So when you do see a tough one, you like, cool, man. Eh? Hoopers has Hoopers got hope. And Matt Barnes is one of them tough ones that be, you'd be like, damn, they got hope. Yeah, he got some bite to him. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to some of his stuff, and we're going to study him a little bit today or listen to a little bit of his of, of his story. Um, and... Yeah, man, like I always liked this dude before. Um, I'm a Pistons fan, huge Pistons fan. Um, by the time Matt Barnes was like playing, like, I mean, he was with the Warriors when the Pistons were sweet. He was with the Warriors like the first go around. Uh, so it, it wasn't like he was playing on arch rival teams or anything for the Pistons. There aren't any relevant, you know what I mean? So, and then the Pistons have been just butt ass. Uh, for the past 10 years, so that also. Um, rest in peace to the Palace of Auburn Hills, which was a great place for all fathers to take their children, um, have good times, but um, the palace actually got sold um, 
they were supposed to sell the palace back to um, Oakland County. Instead, they sold it to someone else because that part of the deal was not in writing. And um, goodbye, palace. See ya. No farewell tour, nothing. So there's that. Um, but back to Matt Barnes. Uh, Matt Barnes was uh, an excellent basketball player in my eyes. But more than that, he's an excellent father. What did he do? Well, he has custody of his two children that he, he got. Um, and his story is just amazing um, because it's just like ours, anybody else's. You know what I mean? And it lets you know that just because somebody comes across money doesn't mean they can't come a victim to this. You know what I'm saying? It does not mean it does not. He can't come a victim to the fuckery, the nonsense and the sense of entitlement of somebody else who had children with another person. And they made that decision together, and the other person decides they're just going to be like, fuck you, these are mine, and you don't have no, no say-so. So, let's listen to um, a little bit of Matt Barnes' uh, story. Um, a little clip from when he was on Vlad. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. First, we're going to listen to him fresh out of court. He's a happy man. Um, I'm assuming this is right when he gets custody uh, of his kids. Man, I'd have been court all motherfucking day, man. 7.30 to 4.20. But two things in life that don't lie, man. That ball and court. Man, Gil, where are we going to party, man? Fuck these two money-hungry ass sisters. This bullshit been going on for damn near four years now, man. I'm tired of it. I know y'all are tired of it. But y'all don't know what kind of shit this girl is on, man. All these motherfucking lies and allegations and trying to throw dirt on my name and doing all that shit, man. But it all caught up today, man. I know this social media shit plays out like a game and everybody kiki-ing and ha-haing, but this shit is real life, man. And you say some shit should stay private, but my life's not private, it's public. So... Y'all sit back and judge, thinking you know the truth, but you don't. The truth always comes to light, man, straight up. Y'all sat back and watched Gilbert with the other sister and her bullshit. Our shit's not that wild, but it's the same lies, the same bullshit, man. Y'all get a motherfucking job, make your own money. How about that? Straight up. But the shit was never about the money for me, man. She gets a lot of it, trust me. But I was going to make it back anyway. It's just always been about the kids to me. You know what I mean? And she knows the only attachment she has to me is the kids. So she wants to hold the kids against me, lie against me, and do whatever she can to discredit me. Man, let this be a lesson, man, to young athletes out there, entertainers, rappers, prenups, good decisions. Make sure your shit is tightened up and you still might get fucked. But today, they tried to charge me, but I'm not guilty. So next, uh, Matt Burns is on Vlad, and he's talking to him about an incident, um... Uh, pretty much, you know, I keep talking about these janky ass pickups and drop offs um, with the other party in my case. And I keep um, this is going to be a, 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 when we get, do get to trial next week. I'm going we to nip this kind of shit right in the butt, especially with all the steps and procedures I've been taking prior everything they ask i've been delivering but here's a great example with matt barnes okay here's how um no i just want to say he goes on if you check this whole interview out on vlad man because uh, he talks about man 
his teammate, pretty much his ex-teammate, and being around his kids without, uh, you know, uh, taking the proper steps and procedures, like, you know, showing a little respect as men, as men, man, we know his codes, and you know what I'm saying, if somebody don't have our respect, we treat it a certain way, and he clearly ain't have, his teammate didn't have any respect for him, he told an excellent, excellent story with great moral behind it, I would check that out, uh, check out the whole interview for that, but here he picks off, uh, picks up with, um, an incident with her, uh, with his child's mother, with a super nasty, uh, custody exchange, take a listen. legal battles happened between you and Gloria, mm-hmm. which ultimately ended in you getting sole custody of the twins, yeah. which you never see a man get sole Ever. custody. Never. Mm-hmm. My man, um, Kevin Federline, mm-hmm. the only other man that I know. That D. I Wade got him. Yeah, D. He, Wade, he yeah, the D. Kids. Wade got his kids too, but yeah, it's very rare. And it's, it, I tell you, man, it's not set up for us to get our kids because it cost me a whole lot of money. You know what I mean? How much you spend? Yeah, over a million. Ah, oh, it's brother. You spent a million dollars. Because there's other cost. there's other legal costs that I'm currently uh, you know going through with her, but it's 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 definitely definitely getting right because so we were already so we were already so the situation was where you know I was playing still, so we worked out in mediation that once I retire. Then we would go back to 50-50. So I retired in 2017 with the Warriors. I was living in the Bay. I'm like, all right, I'm going to find a place in L.A. And there's a whole bunch of stipulations where I got to live within a certain amount of fucking miles from her and from the school. So I applied to everything. Applied to everything. And then I come back and I'm just like, yo, like, I'm talking like, yo, what's up with the 50-50? You know, I'm back here now. You know, I'm a good dad. And she's like, what, 50-50? Like, no, we're not doing 50-50. We got to go to court for that. And I'm just like, all right, man. So within the midst of waiting for our court date, an incident happens at their school where, you know, I go to pick the boys up and um, it was right before a holiday weekend. It was a three-day weekend. So I'm there early. I'm always waiting in front of their class and and one of my twins comes out and we don't know where the other twin is. So I'm just like, well, you know, maybe he went up to the uh, parent pickup, go see if he's up there. So he takes off. I'm walking behind and he comes back. He's like, yeah, um... Isaiah's up there, but mommy's up there too. And I'm like, why is she here? So I mean, I go up there and I talk to her. And by the time I uh, get back, like Carter runs back and she's telling him to get in the car. So Isaiah's already in the car sitting behind Gloria. Carter gets in the the middle area in in the second row and sits in in the the thing and shuts his door. So I walk around to the passenger window, open up the door. And I'm just like, you know, what are you doing here? You know, it's my weekend. She's like, no, it's my weekend. I'm taking the kids. I'm like, no, you're not. And then the boy's like, no, mom, this is, it's daddy's weekend. It's this whole ordeal. So I pick the boy's iPads up off the front seat. And I'm like, let's go, fellas. So I'm, like I said, I'm in, the, I'm in the front passenger door. I open up the back door and walk around that door. And Carter jumps out. I reach across the car because Isaiah's sitting behind the driver, which is Gloria to reach for Isaiah's hand and all of a sudden she slams like she puts the car in reverse and like the car door hits me um I lose contact with Isaiah I kind of stumble for a second Isaiah falls back in the seat 
like, what the fuck are you doing? She tries to drive the car as you're like halfway in the car. She tries to put the car in reverse and back out. So keep in mind this. So this is two lanes of traffic at three o'clock where there other kids are being picked up. Kids are walking, other cars are moving, all this kind of shit. Crazy. So I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And um, so I reach back in and grab Isaiah. And when I'm helping Isaiah get out this time, she grabs his arm and backs up again. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I kind of yank Isaiah from her. As Isaiah's coming out, the car door hits his arm and he starts crying. And I'm just like, yo, like, what? What are you doing, yo? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? So both boys are crying. Um, I take my tomorrow around both boys and we're walking back to where I parked, which was by the beginning of the gate. So I guess she hops. I find all this out in court. She hops out the car, shuts her door and comes flying around the bend and coming at me when I, so I put the boys in the car. I'm about to sit in my car and I see her coming down <laughs> the fucking school parking lot like fast. So I'm like, oh shit, here Did we go. hit you? No, I was already, I was in a place where she couldn't hit me, but okay. I just seen her coming fast. So I hop in my car because there's no telling like what she might try to do or she might try to, I don't know what she's going to do. So I'm just like, oh, she's tripping. So I hop in my car real quick. She's parked like she's, I reversed in. So I'm, I'm nose out ready to get out and she slams on the brakes right in front of my car, gets out the car, bangs on the window, like, give me my fucking kids. I'm like, yo, like, it's my weekend. What are you doing right now? So luckily there's no, so there's no car next to me in this next lane. So I, so obviously I don't open up doors. So I try to like six point turn real quick and get around her out of the lane because there's an open lane next to me and she reverses and nearly hits my car. So I'm just like, yeah, like, all right. So I stop, I get out of the car. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, you're not leaving with my kids. So obviously it's a, it's a commotion by now. So parents have called the cops. Uh, the head of the school and the head of security come up to me and ask me what's going on and I tell them and luckily I have my paperwork with me. I'm just like, you know, in writing, it's my weekend, it's my weekend. here it yeah. goes, you know what I mean? So they look at it, they go tell her and she's like, oh, we don't go by that shit no more. It's my weekend. And <laughs> so we wait like 30 minutes, cops come, cops get there, they come to me first, you know, ask me a story, I told them what I just told you. <laughs> and then uh, then I show him the paperwork. He's like, yo, I'm not going to read all this paper. Show me exactly where it says it's your time. Open up the page. Show him right where's my time. He's like, wait here. Goes to talk to her. They get into like a verbal altercation. And next thing I know, like I see him walking her back to the cop car to sit her down. Lock her up, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. He comes back to me. He's just like, well, you know, I wanted her to cool off. You know what I mean? She was, you know, she wasn't compliant. She was being disrespectful. I was like, all right. He's like, let me talk to you. So I get outside real quick. And then another officer comes and asks the boys what happened. They, he tells them. So then they, the officers talk again and they come back to me and they're just like, you know, this is a felony child endangerment. Oh! like, yeah. He's like, well, she's going to get arrested. Oh! Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right, well, when yeah. do it? And I'm just like, well, can you let me leave first so the boys don't see their mom get arrested? So, yeah, so they made her move the car. Me and the boys bounce. Uh, she gets arrested. So, like I said, keep in mind, we're already going to court in a couple months for just for my 50-50. So my lawyer's telling me, just like, well, if you ever want to full custody of your boys, now's the time. And, you know, outside of Glory and I's beef, like, she's always been a really good mom. You know what I mean? So I was just like, uh, you know, 
I'm, I'm to the belief where, you know, the, the, the boys need both of us. And they're just like, you know, this is just a great chance. Think about it. And I'm just like, all right, fuck it. Let me get up. I want to focus the boys in. So we go through this and spend, you know, a bunch of money. And uh, I end up winning full custody of the boys. And... MVP! Because MVP! MVP! You guys are fighting out in court, and you're paying both. You're paying her lawyer her to lawyer. try to take your children away from right. you. Paying her lawyer, my lawyer, and then she keeps taking me back for like bogus little charges, knowing that every time I'm gonna have to pay for the situation. So twice, I end up getting a restraining order against her. Got to you know, just to kind of calm things down. Got to um, put a leash on boys, it. You know what's going on, and I'm, I'm always very transparent and upfront. And they're to the age now. I think they were nine. Can't lie to them, brother. Yeah, about ninth or eighth. They knew what was going on. And it was just a situation where it was unfortunate because although I was glad to have my kids, I saw the the, the impression it left on them. You know what I mean? Right. So there you heard it. That was Matt Barnes, um, ex-NBA player, pretty much just talking about how um, he had an incident with a very, very sloppy uh, custody exchange that led to... Um, him getting sole custody of his children. Now, I do want to say this. The incident in which he'd explained, I believe that if a father acted out like she acted out in a parking lot, he would have never, ne- a school parking lot, he would have never, ever been allowed back to the school again, number one. Now, number two, any amount of time he did have would have been down the shitter. That I can guarantee not only would, I, would he have been stuck with a felony, but they would have done whatever they could to fucking make that thing linger. I don't know what happened to that lady. But if this happened a year ago, a year and a half ago, she should still be in that month. Now, I noticed this is my appearance, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking from the stance of a father looking at another mother versus father case where a father had to pretty much go to court to get what the court already said was his. He's supposed to get 50-50 when he gets out. You're just going to come out of nowhere and be like, no. See, one thing Matt Barnes said that caught my eye was, which was actually a good thing. He said this. He said, you know, outside of uh, her having zero sense and how to control in these situations, obviously, uh, she's a good mom. That was beautiful to hear. You know what I'm saying? Me, me personally, I would say, you know what I mean? A good mom would have... The last thing he said in the that uh, right before I turned it off was this left an ever impressing uh, ever uh, lasting impression with his kids. A good mom is gonna see that ten steps in advance. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Me acting out like this in front of him won't work. Now this could have been a one time thing how she acted in front of him. I don't know. Matt knows because he said it though, so he believes it. And fuck, I'm going with it. If my situation, my child's mom acts out like that and does those kind of things, I'm the reg. And I know for a fact that those instances are going to stand, with, stick with my kids. Like, I know it for a fact. They're almost used to it right now. You know what I'm saying? My daughter, every time she makes a mistake, she runs around here asking me if I'm mad at her. No, I'm not mad at you. Like, you're going to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Are you mad at me? No, I can't be mad at you. right? It's like, you made a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Where does that come from? It comes from the small mistake she's making at home. She's probably getting yelled at and bipolar shit is kicking out on her over small stuff. I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean? 
Um, so I, I think that's really good that he got a chance to see his child's mother um, be a good mother. Uh, everybody doesn't have that luxury. Um, so I think that's good that he was comfortable with that. What I think is great is that he said, even though she's a good mother, fuck that. This is unacceptable acting like that. And I want to be who I'm supposed to be for my kids, man. And this dude got sole custody of his two sons. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you go back and listen to this Vlad interview, you'll hear, you know, she's got his ex-teammate around. Well, she's marrying him now, Derek Fisher. You know what I mean? Um, but Matt Barnes beat Derek Fisher's ass and uh, caught him at his crib, beat his ass. Because men, we respect is respect is numero uno. When you're dealing with another man, y'all already have a prior relationship. Respect is numero uno. When the respect ain't there, it is what it is. You guys ain't that no more. Fuck them. But if there's still respect there, and it's expected to be respect there, then there's certain things that's suspect. You know what I'm saying? Certain level, of, you know. If the respect gone, then there it is. Ain't no respect. Ain't none of that. I don't owe you shit. Me and you ain't that. Fuck you. But if you playing the role of buddy-buddy, we friends, and it's love, then that ain't it. And, but if the respect gone, by all due means, you know what I mean? It's no respect. I don't give a fuck. We talk here, spot up here and there. But from the sounds of it, they were straight. You know what I mean? They wasn't no problems. So, um, I also, man, I did see uh, Matt Barnes' sons working out with Kobe at one point. I do remember. Um, so, man, I thought that was fucking badass. Now, that shit just passed my memory, man. Two really, really, really good dads, man. Two leaders, man. And um, it's a blessing that Matt Barnes is able to have NBA cash to get him, you know what I'm saying, successfully through court. And I know he had enough cheese to just go in there, you know what I'm saying, and make his lawyer do what he does. He couldn't be second or third or fifth or eighth fiddle because he had number one. He had that number one slot kind of cash for his lawyer. And that's badass, man. You know what I mean? I would argue that fathers don't shouldn't have to need that much, shouldn't need a million dollars to fucking get their kids back, man. That's ridiculous. What if a father has a regular fucking job and he's being forced to pay the mother's lawyer and his lawyer? The mother's causing a problem. Pay her own fucking lawyer. Why has he got to pay for it? They were married. Keyword, were. It's her own fucking problem now. Spousal support, I don't agree with. I'm sorry. Why? I'm getting ready to tell you why. Uh, it, it, it shouldn't happen, man. Our money... Uh, uh, your money is your money. My money is my money. Any money I went out and got or I already had, when I went out and got it, it's my money. Your money is the money you brought to the table. When you say I'm about to get up from the table, take your little money with you and I'll take the money I got here. Otherwise, I don't, I don't, I don't see how you get up from the table and reach over to the money I got on my side. Oh, well, we were at the table together. Yes, but. You stood up and you're about to leave. Or yes, but you flipped the table over 10 times. You're making it extremely unbearable for me to sit at the table. Yes, but you keep knocking my money everywhere and sending me back. And now you want me to give you half of what I have on my side of the table when you can't even be. I, I, I don't know. I just I don't I don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think people have we don't have that law in Michigan. So I don't think I'm not sure, but I don't think we do. Um, and that's good because 
shit, that shit, that's, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in instances where uh, the other person has to get on their feet or something like that, I could understand. Um, I guess there are certain instances, man, but in all cases, I don't think that should be the, I don't think that should be, that should be a thing. We got bigger fish to fry like this right here. Judges sent Matt Barnes up to this school immediately. If she comes up there, she should be trying to do that. That should be kidnapping immediately. That should dip shit right in the butt. You come up to a pickup trying to pick up kids that's against your time and you get caught. Goodbye. See you later. You're trying to fucking cheat. You're trying to play the role and you're trying to be more important than you, you know what you're doing. Goodbye. We'll see you in, I don't know, make a designated day. 14 days, 30 days, that ought to teach them. 60 days, that ought to teach them. You know what I'm saying? Something to deter moms from doing this. You know what I'm saying? I want to know how much jail time this lady got for doing this. Losing her kids is good and all, but how much jail time did you get? Because you fucking threw your car in reverse, put other kids at risk. In the meantime, you did this dangerous shit in a school park a lot, bro. You feel me? You did this shit in a school park a lot now. Here's the scary part. When you hear Matt Barnes telling a story, he kind of giggle when you hear like the crazy. When he talk about the crazy, that's because he done seen that shit so much that it's just amusing to him. I know because I done been there. If somebody do the crazy shit, it's just like laughable. Like, fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, here, when he talks about how she comes flying around back around to him, he's just laughing like, fucking idiot. This dumbass is fucking slamming it and drive, driving 60 miles an hour in a school parking lot or however fast. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, it's touchy. You know what I mean? I, um, hats off, man, to, to Matt Burns, true MVP, man. I, I think that's heroic. Um, dads need equal rights in America, man. This, this shouldn't happen, man. This, this seriously shouldn't happen, man. Uh, the fact that the whole the whole front of the interview, the Vlad interview, starts off with Vlad just saying like, "Yeah, man, you don't see dads getting custody much." Uh, well, that's bullshit, man. Like it's just a laughing matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's laughable how then the two try to figure out between these two superstars, well, celebrities. I'm sorry, they try to figure out the dads off the top of their head, just a quick list of dads that have custody. Vlad only has one in his brain. Matt Barnes is going through the shit. He throw D-Wade on it. Oh, D-Wade too. Together they had two men. Well, three with Matt sitting there. They had two men in between the two of them. They should have been just rambling them off. Him, 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 him. Because there's not that many more good moms that are better parents not that many more moms that are better parents than dads out there in the West. Come on, man. There's good dads out there, too, now. Come on, man. To the fact that where we all don't just know 20 dads that have custody. We should all know at least 20 dads with custody. We all know 20 moms that have moms that have kids that, you know what I mean? We all know at least 10 single parents. I mean, well, I I, I mean, most my, you know what I'm saying? I guess it really depends on the community you in. But we at least all at least know like two single parents for sure. Single moms, I'm sorry. We at least know two single moms. Most people. You know what I mean? If you don't know at least two single moms, man, you you must you really do live a peachy life and you (laughs) 
or you are in a very, very rural area where these kind of things just do not happen. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's 2020. I doubt things are even that rural anymore. You know what I'm saying? Even in them areas with these cell phones. So, yeah, man. Um, I want to take and just say uh, I appreciate Matt Barnes for the energy, the effort. Um, I think I think what he did um, in terms of going and, and walking into a courtroom and asking for his kids, you know what I'm saying? It's powerful. It sucks that he had to spend a million dollars. That's fucking bullshit. Um, I, it's just amazing stuff, man. Anytime you see a dad get his kids, man, when you hear him leaving court, that if you go back and hear that first clip, uh, he was just really happy, man. You can see the joy in his face. He's happy as fuck, man. He's just about to get his kids, you know what I mean? That's a beautiful thing, man. This, is, this shit could all be avoided if one thing. Immediately upon coming out of the birth canal, that child is half of the moms and half of the dads, just like it is in real life. Just like it really, really is. When do you ever buy... When do you ever... You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, it's just like... I don't know. It's just weird, man. Especially in the states where if you're married, the other person gets half immediately. Okay, well then, the person, well, furthermore, if you're married and you have kids, things are totally different when you guys split up. Your wife just can't run off with your kid. Uh-uh, don't work like that. If you guys are married first, it shit's different. You know what I mean? You can't just fucking dip. Dad has, father, husband has rights too. It's a little different. You know what I'm saying? It's actually a little easier if you're married, to my understanding, from my understanding. Uh, but most people uh, were smart enough not to marry him. You know what I mean? Before they realized they just uh, weren't smart enough to not have kids with the clown before they had kids with him. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm going to wrap up this podcast, man. I, I thought, I thought, I thought, uh, if you, if really go look at Matt Barnes, um, any more of his stuff, man. Anytime he speaks on it, man, he's really truthful, really honest. Uh, he has a podcast with Steven Jackson. I'm, uh, uh, I don't know what the fuck it's called, but I keep seeing people on there. I need to go check that out. Um, Matt Burns, I mean, Steven Jackson, actually, um, he's an Indiana Pacer. So he jumped in the stands in Auburn Hills. So, uh, when he did do that, um, he had these braids. He's punching the shit out of somebody and his braids was going crazy. And I ended up growing my hair for like five, six years after that. Um, so he was actually the inspiration behind why I was growing my hair at the time. But, uh, as a player, I, I was a big fan of Steven Jackson as a player because he was fucking tenacious. That dude just took it to the hole and he shot whenever he wanted. He played, he would, not when he was with the Pacers though. When he was with the Pacers, he was a fierce arch enemy, but I still kind of liked him from when he was in San Antonio the, uh, prior to going to Indiana, but. Uh, Steven Jackson is a great athlete as well. Or was a great athlete or is because I think he's with the what the big three. But um, yeah, man, check out their podcast. Shout out to them too, man. Um, all the dads that are out there that are athletes, man, the professional athletes that are dads, man. I just want to ask that you continue to be leaders. Um, I I love seeing professional athletes share their stuff on Twitter. Um, share their stuff on Instagram with their kids, man. It's truly inspiring because it lets you know, like, man. 
these people are going. You imagine, imagine how cool it would be if your dad was a pro athlete. So it's like they are fucking actually doing it. They are the pro athlete that's giving that child that experience. So how dope is that? You know what I'm saying? That shit is just badass, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a certain appreciation for fathers and fatherhood to just really appreciate that, man. Um, I grew up uh, going to the Pontiac Silverdome. Um, my dad took me to a practice facility right there in Pontiac. Every camp, every training camp. So I met Detroit Lions players from the time I was born. Uh, I was born a couple days before Barry was drafted. Uh, before Barry played his, uh, two days before Barry Sanders took his first snap as a Detroit Lion. Uh, I met Lions from the time I was born all the way until uh, they went to Ford Field. You know what I'm saying? So um, athletes have, they inspire kids worldwide, not just nationwide. So I love to see our athletes, man, be great fathers, great leaders in the community. Uh, shout out to Darius Slade too, man, a cornerback for the Detroit Lions. Um, this dude is out in the community every single fucking day. I get on Twitter, I see this dude on in the community. He going to high school games, college games, anything games. Man, I would like to see him uh, next year uh, go to go to a wrestling meet or something. That'd be badass. Um, but that's just that's just that's just me. But. Yeah, man, Darius Slay is fucking uh, uh, also a great dad too, man. Great, great parents, great, uh, yeah, great, just great leaders, man, in the community. That's what you want to see from your athletes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, see it, see it from a lot of people, man. They even the people they try to slander, uh, say they bad people, like a Pac-Man Jones. Fuck that. Pac-Man Jones is a great human being. Pac-Man Jones is a great father. You'd have to be on and follow him on Instagram. You see this dude being a great father, top of the line. To be everything fucking he couldn't have, he, he's, he's dropping it down. Man, he giving it, he giving it everything. I'd be watching him like, damn, what a leader, man. You know what I mean? Straight from the slums to, 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 to a palace. You know what I'm saying? So it's a beautiful thing, man. Um, thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm sorry. Today's podcast episode, Father's Rights Movement, um, Fathers and Family Court for the Father's Rights Movement. Sorry about that. Um, Yeah, that's a wrap. Follow me on fucking Twitter, OG underscore JP Brown. That's the only uh, social handle I'm going to give out today uh, for this podcast. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, Yeah, man. Father, stay strong. Keep grinding.